Welcome to the Wingman Nation Men's Moment Podcast, a weekly podcast where we share tips on being a better husband, father, and a more godly man. Hey, this is John Delaney, Director of Operations at Wingman Nation. Thanks for joining us today. Please let your friends know that this podcast is available at wingmannation.com and in all the major podcast platforms like Apple, Pandora, Spotify, Google, and more. Okay, Wingman Nation, today we're continuing on with the new devotional Jesus and Masculinity, which in the very near future is going to be available in print and electronic version at Amazon.com. And uh, in this week's episode, we'll be discussing what it means to be serving and how to look for opportunities to serve and to give. Hey, you know what? We're glad that you're with us today. Now join me along with Wingman Nation co-founder, Pastor Jay Dennis. Here we go. All right, Wingman Nation, welcome to the Wingman Nation Men's Moment Podcast. We're glad you're here with us today. My name is John Delaney. I'm the Director of Operations at Wingman. I'm here with co-founder, Pastor Jay Dennis. Good morning, Brother Jay. Good morning, John. It's good to see you, my friend. Good to see you too, man. Today we are continuing on our uh, podcast series, uh, Jesus and Masculinity. And uh, this devotional is going to be out uh, very soon. Uh, it's a 31-day devotional. It's an awesome devotional. And uh, those of you who are listening to the podcast can go back over a few weeks and hear um, the, the lessons we've done so far on this. But uh, today we're talking about uh, being ser- be serving. Be serving, yeah. yeah. Thanks, John. From John 13, 11 through 13, it says, For he knew who he was going to betray, who was going to betray him. And that was why he said not everyone was clean. When he had finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his place. Do you understand what I've done for you? He asked them. You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that is what I am. Guys, real masculinity looks for opportunities to serve and not to be served, to give and not to get. Let's think about the backstory here. Soon ahead of Jesus was Gethsemane, where he unconditionally surrendered to the Father's will. The mock trial was ahead of him, the beatings, carrying his own cross, saying goodbye to his mother and close friends, being crucified, and most tragic, the separation from God the Father because Jesus took on the sin of the world. In the setting where Jesus' most difficult moments were imminent, Jesus performed an extraordinary act. He washed the feet of his disciples, each one, even the one who would betray him. It is the ultimate act of a humble servant, demonstrating that God values humility. Excuse me, humility. God values service, not power, not positions or possessions. Once completed, Jesus told the disciples, For I have given you an example that you should also do as I have done to you. Real masculinity, guys, looks for opportunities to serve and not to be served, to give and not to get. Like Jesus, men should always be ready to give wholly of themselves for God's glory. As you daily pick up his cross, 
you are saying no to selfishness. That's you are saying good. no to me first. That's such a good um, <clears throat> passage yes. and story. Um, and, and it's the, it's the Last Supper, you know, yeah. story of washing the feet and, and that, uh, that a genuine servant's heart. Exactly. You know? Um, we, we did for years, we, we did a, well, obviously COVID, <laughs> COVID right. put a, a kibosh on it sure. last year, but, and we didn't get to do it this year as, as well, but the, a Last Supper reenactment. Yes. And part of that is the washing of the feet and the telling of the story and then being able to watch. And it's just so emotional it, to it picture. Is emotional. To picture what the Jesus, not a exactly. someone, you know, filling his spot or acting. Yes. It's just, it's amazing. And that that's one of the, one of my favorite passages, uh, just to, to look at how amazing. And to uh, think that he would do that for his number one enemy. Yeah. Yeah. That he was a servant even to his enemy. Yeah. Guys, that's a powerful, Guy that's going to take, take money to, to, to demonstration. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So, so we're going to talk about some lessons, um, on masculinity. Um, there's, uh, let's see, we have four, four lessons on masculinity. So the first one is God created you to serve, not to be served. Yeah. So as you serve, you're going to find great joy. Mm-hmm. Um, so look, you know, daily, look for opportunities in your daily schedule to give of yourself to help others, to comfort others, to minister uh, to others. Make it all about others, not about you. And they're all around us. They are everywhere. I mean, if you go to the convenience mm-hmm. store, mm-hmm. to the grocery store, you go to work, you go to school, wherever you go, there are people in need and yeah. people who are hurting. Yeah, absolutely. And people who just need a word of encouragement. That it can be so simple. Yes. You know, how's your day going? You know, right. can I pray for you? Oh, wow. And pray, and, yeah, I mean, I... I how many times have you heard somebody say, well, you know, oh, I, I'm so so sorry that's going on in your life. I'll pray for you. Yes. Yeah, that's not really. No. Come over here right now. That's right. Our, our friend Dave Enslow. Yes. Every time yes. I went to lunch with him, he would talk to the server. Exactly. And I got hooked on it. He yes. Would, he would ask, how are you doing? What's going yeah. on? And, and can can we pray for you before we pray? Can we pray for you? What a powerful example. Amazing. That is how people, so How people just stop. And they're, and they're. They're taken in by it. Yes, they are. This guy just took time out of his day. That's right. To ask me how I'm doing. Right. And my life is a mess right now, oh. and I need you to pray for me. Yeah, I've heard it said, you are either in a storm, coming out of a storm, <laughs> or, or going in into a storm. <laughs> so just keep that in mind you never as know you see those, people. <laughs> I saw, uh, I'm trying to think, it was a couple days ago, I was I was driving down my, the street I live on, and I watched a garbage can. Literally, it was like a mini yeah. twister. Oh wow! It was just this one air, and these great big dumpsters, you know that the, <laughs> the, you know that the, the the truck puts an arm around and picks up. I watched this little. You could see the dust, mm-hmm. and that garbage can went, whoop, <laughs> and it it was full because the garbage hadn't come, you know. And it's like that was a storm right there. Yes, That's one little tiny little storm. Yes. It wasn't a giant tornado. Right, it was a little mini tornado. Yes. People, we're, we walk through those every day. Every and, and single people day. And people we're connecting with every day. That's right. You know? Good work. So, yeah. Uh, number two, ask God to make you aware of any selfishness selfishness in your heart. Yeah. Say that three times. Yeah. Uh, immediately confess it to God and seek his forgiveness. You know, oh. we all have that issue. Every you one know? of us deal with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and just saying, you know what, God? 
uh, I really shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't yeah. be, I shouldn't be worrying about me. That's someone that actually needs me to help them. That's you know? right. Uh, number three, people, people will remember your acts of selflessness. They, they will. absolutely will. Um, however, they will also remember when you were selfish, probably more so than when you were selfless. I think so. You know, yeah. it's like, uh, negative reviews. You never, you know, yeah. There's typically, if someone has a bad occurrence right. at a, say a restaurant, restaurant for example, sure. they're going to tell like 20 of their friends. Yeah. If they have a good experience, they rarely tell anybody, you know. That's what happens. That's it. You know, so if you're selfish and you, you, you've you exhibited that, yeah. you know, be mindful, you know, mm-hmm. pay attention to that. Uh, daily be mindful that you want to be known for your service, not for your selfishness. That's exactly right. Number four, remember your priorities. We we talk about this often. We God do. first, family second, you last. Yes. Okay. So you you're putting you're putting yourself behind everything else. That's right. You know? And you know, family second can be extended family, could be people you don't even know. Right. You are the one who's the, the last one. That's exactly okay. right. Charles Spurgeon. Uh, Love Charles said, Spurgeon. Yeah. And he said, stand still, keep the posture of an upright man ready for action, expecting further orders, cheerfully and patiently awaiting the directing voice. Mm. And it will not... It, and it will not be long ere God shall say to you as distinctly as Moses said it to the people of Israel, go forward. Oh, God yeah. will direct you to those people uh, in need. Yeah, absolutely. John, you have that happen, as I do all the time, mm-hmm. that you'll be somewhere and God will say, say something to that person. Yeah. Reach out to that yeah. person. Yep. And I know when I don't do that, I've missed a great opportunity right. to maybe be a blessing to someone. Sure. And you never know, the person you reach out to today that maybe can do nothing for you, that may be the very person that God uses in your life sure. 10, 15 years later. It's, I had somebody tell me when I was a teenager yeah. that uh, opportunity awaits when you serve people. Oh, that's true. And, they, and, and it was, I was working in a gas station pumping gas. Wow. I was 16, and they said, you never know who's going to pull up in the next car that could be your next boss. Oh, that's good. So it's that's the same good. it's the same mindset. Yes. It's like you don't know. You said it. Yeah. You don't know what's going to happen. That person 10 years from now you just comes back into your life and and absolutely that's it. changes things. That's or maybe it. you change their life. There you go. And they come back and they say, "You know, you were the one who was yeah. kind to me when no one else would be." Exactly. So guys, mm. grab a towel. Yeah. <laughs> Grab a towel. Let's get ready Where to serve. Get wrapped, wrapped, just keep it share, wrapped around your waist. Exactly. Let me yeah. share this uh, this story. From July 26th to August 7th, 1971, the eyes of millions of Americans were on the Apollo 15 moon mission. You may remember the astronauts David R. Scott and James B. Irwin, who landed on the moon and spent 18 of their 66 hours there outside the spacecraft. They covered over 17 miles of the surface in a specialized vehicle people dubbed the Moon Buggy. (laughs) I remember. remember. Uh Upon returning to Earth, James Irwin, a professed Christian believer, declared, As I was returning, I realized that I am not a celebrity. 
I'm a servant. Yeah. So I am here as God's servant on planet Earth to share what I've experienced that others may know the glory of God. Good stuff. Oh, good stuff. Most of us will never attain the status of a James B. Irwin, but all of us can have the spirit he possessed, the spirit of a servant. I am here so that others may know the glory of God. Amen. That's it. I'll tell you what. Yeah, we we can end on that. You know, yeah. you mean I'm not going to get to walk on the moon? Oh, wow. Man, that was, that was a, <laughs> Maybe if you had to have enough money in now, the future, yeah, you know, could. You could ride, yeah. ride in one of, uh, who's the, who's yeah. the, the virgin? Yeah. Virgin, what's his name? Uh, Come Branson. on. Branson. <laughs> yeah. He's got a, yeah. <laughs> flights <Musk>. to space. <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh, you know, that was, that happened. I'm looking July 26th to August 7th, 71. Yeah. That was, I turned 11. Uh, I, yes. July thirtieth that year, and and I I I very and I I remember I mean I was oh, just so yeah. into that stuff. Wasn't you know, it fascinating? It was amazing. Starting in sixty nine, July twentieth, nineteen sixty nine, them landing on the moon. Oh. Well, you know what, guys, we're not going to get a chance to walk on the moon, and neither are you, <laughs> most likely, <laughs> unless there's an astronaut listening to to us today, and there very well could be. Could but be. you know, we want to give you an action plan that you yeah. can take on on this specific uh, lesson today. And uh, today, seriously, yeah. today, as you're listening to this, look for someone. Who probably could do nothing for you. Yeah. Um, ask God for an opportunity to serve that person, him or her, in some way. Um, do something tangible for that person, whether it's a gift, asking how you can pray for him or her, or somehow make life easier for him or her today. That's it. Okay? Um, you know, we love that you're here listening with us. Uh, you know, you can always go on our website, wingmannation.com, share the podcast. It's on all yeah. the major podcast platforms. And, um, you know, check out wingmannation.com and, you know, think about maybe getting involved, starting a squadron in your church. Exactly. I had something interesting happen to me. Yeah. Someone asked last Sunday at church, a young guy who's a percussionist at our church, mm-hmm. 18 years old, um, Came, we brought him into the church on totally unchurched, never been to church in his life. Okay. Wow. And he's been playing percussion and he's been, been getting fed. He's been getting fed by our worship team, you know, mm. and, and, and loving on him. And he is now a follower of oh, Jesus. Oh, that's great. He came up to me because we have a, a, a ministry fair mm-hmm. and he wanted to know about Wingman. And he said he's going off to college. He's going to Middle Tennessee State University. Yeah. And uh, and he said, you know, I, I, I want really want to be able to do something. So I said, you know, oh. you can start a squadron at your college. What a great why, idea, John. Why do we have to just keep it in a church, you know? So sure. this guy could start a squad in his in his dorm yeah. at the at uh at the college campus. Oh. So wow. so for those of you who are listening and and are Good. looking for an opportunity um to get together with some like-minded brothers and and Good. to build relationships, you know, we talk about that how important it is that men build relationships right. with each other because we're terrible when we're on our Right. (laughs) Left to our own devices, there's going to be problems. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know? Oh, yeah. Uh, But you can start a squad. Shoot, start a squad at your house, you know, and have a a group of guys get together with you. But check that out um, on our website. So until we, uh, well, hopefully next time it's going to be a little quieter. (laughs) Thanks thanks for being with us today. God bless you all. We'll, We'll see you soon. Thanks again for joining us for the Wingman Nation Men's Moment Podcast. 
If you would like to get connected to Wingman Nation, visit our website at wingmannation.com. And don't forget, we'll be continuing on the Jesus and Masculinity series next week.